How's it going? How are you doing? We are officially beyond the holiday season. This is the first week that it feels like things are going, moving on into the the new year is in full swing. How are you feeling? Are you ready to go? I'm wondering, truly, genuinely, if you're listening to this, I hope you're having a good day wherever you are. Welcome. If you're if you're new here, my name is Katie Dalebout. This is a podcast that I've been doing for a bit. And if it's your first time here, you might want to go back because this is part two of a two-part episode. It's one conversation that I had with Madeline De La Rosa, the incredible filmmaker, ceramicist, and my close friend. We recorded this just before the holidays a couple weeks ago. She came over to my apartment and we sat together and, and had a conversation kind of reflecting on the year that she had had, which was full of reinvention and learning. And she's someone who inspires me creatively and how she lives her life. And it was a year that we really connected about how she shifted some things and learned to be gentler on herself and learned more about spirituality and following the flow and also not being too dogmatic about any of those things that are incredibly useful and those topics and routines that can be overwhelming if you take it too far, which I have a habit of doing. So we get into that a little bit. And in part two, as I always say, when I break these up into two, things come alive, the second act of this podcast, dare I say any podcast, we get a little bit more comfortable, we forget we're recording. And therefore, I think part two is always a bit stronger. So welcome. Here we go. We we really cover a lot here. We talk about vulnerability where Maddie says something that has stuck with me ever since. She she said that people are afraid of being ordinary. So we get into that a little bit. The difference between having an intellectual understanding of a concept to embodying it. And and then things get a little bit silly and loose. We talk about some movies that she's watched that that she recommends. And I ask her some questions submitted by by you that I asked on Instagram. So anyway, thank you so much for being here. Here's part two of my conversation with Maddie. And I'll come back at the end, actually, and play you a few clips from the first time Maddie was on the show, which was in 2020. And I went back and listened to that conversation, which always is an intense experience to hear your voice from th- three years, four years ago, nearly. And, you know, there are ways I, I, I'm like, oh, I don't even like that question anymore. Why'd you ask that one? And you didn't have to say it that way. And, you know, of course, I'm, I'm picking myself apart, but I loved everything that Maddie shared. And it's a really great introduction to her and, and how she got to be who she is now. And so much of what we talked about actually, you know, really hasn't changed that much. So, I'll put a few clips that at the end that, you know, there's there's one where we talk about our friend Christine and I just, Christine hasn't been on the podcast in a minute and Christine is how I know Maddie and Christine has been on the podcast a couple times, but she is just such an incredible person and I started to feel emotional just thinking about my friend Christine, our friend Christine and like how I wouldn't know Maddie if it wasn't for Christine and just how delicate the the intricate nature of friendships and connections are and so if you stick around for the end, I'll play a few clips of that. And of course, you can go and, and listen to that conversation in the archive in its entirety. Thank you again to Maddie for being here. Watch all of her videos, follow everything she does. She's beyond one of my closest friends, so incredibly talented at, at everything she does. So I'm really grateful that she came back on the show and that you are here listening. And I guess the last thing I'll say just quickly is that when I went back and listened to the episode with Maddie from three years ago, I mentioned at the end in my outro about something that I ran for several years called Creative Underdogs, and then I renamed it to be called In Process. But it was a a group, an extension of this podcast where we would come together and talk about a lot of the concepts that we talk about here and hold each other accountable to actually take action and 
move things, move projects forward together by doing work sessions. And I would bring in guests. So if you were part of that group and would like to return and do it again, and you happen to be listening right now, let me know. Or if you weren't part of it, those times that I ran it, but you would like to be or are interested, either send me an email or send me a message. I'll put a link in the show notes to a little list that you can join that you want to have information about joining a potential next round of in process. And actually, Maddie and Christine were both guests in in that when I ran it. And it was it was really, really fun. So I am thinking about doing it again. And if there's enough people who are also interested, I would love to. Without further ado, here is part two of my conversation with Maddie. Also to, you know, for people listening who who perhaps already meditate or are into this, what would you say about incorporating it and embodying it? And like, I'll, I'll speak for myself. For, for me, I would, and sometimes still do, kind of look at this stuff in a way that I, I realize is more like spiritual entertainment, you know what I mean? Rather than like making it useful, like watching Abraham Hicks videos on repeat and reading self-help books and listening to podcasts about this stuff and thinking like, cool, yeah, that sounds great. But in practice, not actually incorporating it or not fully embodying it because it requires a level of surrender. So do you have any advice on that? Well, I think that's the trick, right? It it does take action on your part. Yeah. And so it's one thing to consume, but it's another thing to take action. Mm-hmm. And so which I'm actually really good at doing. I mean, you we, are. We talked yeah. about the New Year's resolution stuff. Like, I'm down. You know what I mean? Right. So, so yeah, it does take action. Right. And I can be at, at levels, in, at, at times in my life and on certain things, like I can be disciplined to a fault with things. I can over control and overgo. And there are other things that I... It's a, it's an interesting balance that I think I'm trying to, I think having this conversation with you, like, you know yourself really well, you're mm-hmm. very self-aware and you're able to say like, I am good at action. I did it with this. I did it with this. I did it with this. So whatever myself and anyone else like, okay, I'm kind of good at action, but what helps me take more action? And like for you, like this is something else I wanted to ask you that I wrote down actually about time management. Mm -hmm. And I know you're really into games. I am. (laughs) And you gamify things. And so like, you know, you're patterning. And that's why I love human design. That's why like Gene Keys teeters on that, like astrology, Myers-Briggs, Strengths Finder, like all that stuff. It's like information about ourselves Mm -hmm. so we can apply it. And have gentle language or shared language to discuss it too. And so I think that's really useful. So yeah, I guess everyone has to discern what their patterning is and what works for them in terms of taking action. But do you have any advice around time management or what, what has this, you know, if if I asked how it affected your relationships and you creatively, like how has it affected how you spend your time and how you manage your time? Well, okay. That, that's a great question. I feel like I am learning how to do things over again. Interestingly enough, like I'm learning how to drink water and cook for myself again. I think I was so lost for so long and then after and i'm an all or nothing person so when i said my that upside down day i feel like i'm sort of relearning how to be like a functional human again yeah um because i went so far off on one deep end which is my spiraling downwards right right to then going full force on learning about Gene Keys, Ram Dass, Eckhart Tolle. Yeah, it was intense. Yeah. And then you start being like, oh shit, but I'm still a human. Totally. I'm so happy that we're talking about this part because I saw you do that because it was kind of intense for me to watch as your friend because I was like stoked. I'm like, I love this. I love you getting into all this. I'm glad that you were able to like okay, we are human beings in Los Angeles at this time. Like, how can we take all of that, stay there and 
live in this world and you have married the two really beautifully in the end. Yeah. I mean, I'm still working on it, but yeah, it, me too. We are still, I'm not, obviously I'm, so yeah, we do still need to live in the world and help each other and help ourselves and all that stuff. So yeah, I I just want to make art, you know, and what we're talking about with the labels, like you don't want to end up a meditator, which is how Ram Dass puts it. You don't want to end up a so-and-so whatever. So it's like shedding all of that stuff and just learning how to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's so well said. And that's like what you did. Like I saw you do that this year. Like I saw you get really excited and into it. And then very quick, like it wasn't like a long thing. Like no, you were it just wasn't. like very quick. It was like a day. And to me, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't like, maybe it wasn't, but like very quickly incorporated it into your life in a very grounded, approachable easygoing way that felt like you felt like you making a video on anything felt like you hanging out you never were not yourself you were never I mean I know there were like days but I didn't I didn't see that and yeah I think you really handled all of this with so much poise and grace and gave yourself a lot of grace and had patience with yourself from the outside and I know it was intense <laughs> like you yeah, told it was me all very intense. but like it it didn't seem that way that's as your good. friend throughout it. And th- and that's what's so nice about having you guys in my life because you guys ground me. You know, I yeah. have a really good set of people in my life who are there for me. And so, so yeah, maybe I went off <laughs> on the deep end a little bit, which I did. Um, but yeah, this, this is also a reminder for everybody. We're still human. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're spiritual beings having a human experience, but we, we need to be present on this plane as well. Like all that other shit is really fun to learn about. And I'm not trying to like scare anybody or anything, but there, you know, there's stuff going on like spiritual warfare. Yeah. There's just shit going on. So it just be grounded. Yeah. And I think like I, I experienced that so much of like getting so into yoga so young and get, you know, I've been to Bali and I've been to all these places and sometimes I can be in a room and I'm just like, I've said this to you before, I think where I'm just like, can you just talk to me like a human being? Like, I know. Can you just stop with the, the and like, I get it. Love and like, I like a love it too. I'm, I, I'm literally one of you. Like I totally get it. <laughs> but can we just like joke around for a second? I know. Like, I, it's all so heavy. Yeah. It, it's like finding balance again. That's what I'm trying to do right now yeah i remember i i heard this story really early on in my in my spiritual journey but this is when i was taking when i was teaching yoga and like peak you know when i was working with this self-help book author and spiritual teacher and she was doing her training in kundalini at the time this is maybe like 2015 and 2014 and she was leading a workshop and i was there and somebody asked a question where they were like, I'm so into all of this stuff. And it's, it's kind of freaking out my husband, like my husband or boyfriend or whatever is not understanding. And I feel like our relationship's off because I'm, I'm really into this stuff and I'm having such a great time and I can't connect. And she answered the question in this way that was, was really useful to me at the time. I wasn't going through that. Like I didn't, I wasn't in a relationship, but I clocked it for later because I thought it was such a good answer. And she said that her teacher who taught her to teach yoga, you know, in, in Kundalini where they, they wear white and they wear turbans when they teach. And she was so into it. And she was like, you know, now she, she's also too kind of like, that's, that's what I think our personalities sort of have to do. Like I super did that with wellness and mm-hmm. eating and, and so many things where I've like had to go all the way in and come out. And maybe that's what I mean with the Phoenix rising from the ashes. Like maybe that's what I meant about like, sometimes you do have to go all the way in to like get yourself out. And sometimes you don't like, sometimes you can just sort of dip a toe and get what you need and come back. Right. Depends. But anyway, so, so to answer the question, she told the story that her teacher told her where she was kind of saying that thing where she was like, yeah, I'm just going so far that I'm away from the people who ground me. And what the teacher said to her was, it was like this older woman. She was like, when you go home, take off your whites, take off your turban and <laughs> shut up <laughs> and just live your life. Like do Seriously. what you need to do there. And then when you go home, like, let, like, and, and that's the thing, like Maddie and I are both pretty into this. Like we talk about it sometimes after this, we're probably not going to like talk about Abraham right. Hicks all night. We're going to yeah. go to dinner and I'm going to tell her about like someone I have a crush on. Isn't and, like, that great? Yeah. It's so great. 
Yeah. And then we also aren't, it also might come up, but it, it's just not, not letting everything be so heavy. I, well, that's the point. That's exactly the point. Say more about that. So I, I, I love Ram Dass. I think he's so freaking cool. And um, he was talking about how him and he had a, these people who had been to India to do all that stuff. It was like four of them. They were super close and bonded in this really special way because they had the same guru. And Maharaji. Yes, exactly. Whenever they would meet up, they would hold each other accountable by having Groucho Marx glasses. So if there was anyone talking about anything that was too serious, they'd point and be like, serious, and someone would put on the Groucho Marx glasses. Because we do get caught up in all the drama yeah. that's happening, in, you know? Right. Yeah. We went to see a movie. We not a movie, but a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we filmed this little video that you were doing, and the line was not a not the movies, the movies. So great. Yeah, I wrote that line. I loved it. <laughs> we closed the shop. We played like super loud Spice Girls and danced. Yeah, it was awesome. And we had the camera like music video. Oh, yeah, because but- I, ha- I had a fisheye lens and we were just going nuts in this shop. Yeah. I mean, this is the stuff that we should be doing. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. And and what I've really found is the biggest thing I've gotten from Abraham is following the ease, following the flow. Like, I think that's really important, but it's also this sense of what is fun for you, what is interesting for you. Exactly. And the times where I've tried really hard to feel better or to, if I've been really lonely or whatever, like the times that I've just fallen into it mm-hmm. are when, and it's like, oh, well, then that, and that happened and that you get into this momentum and it snowballs. Mm-hmm. I'm not really articulating it that well, but. Yeah, it's like following your joy. Exactly. Even mm-hmm. it's like, just like the little itty bittiest thing. It's like what feels better in this moment. Right. And I think it goes back to what I was saying about energy because mm-hmm. it gives me energy. Having interactions that are talking about spirituality and really learning something from Ram Dass or whoever meditating even like yoga whatever like that stuff can be useful but sometimes it's just as useful to have a really fun time with my friend and laugh yeah can actually like make me have more energy and more creative ideas and like i have to really remember that because i, I get yeah. caught i was just saying to you on our walk i i went away last night and i was like my routine my right. my ab workout <laughs> my meditation and it's like dude that's not, that's actually bad. <laughs> right. Because Yeah. Then, then you're caught up in something else that you've created for yourself. Yeah. I was going to say about when, when we, we went to see the Barbie movie and Maddie and I, Maddie and drove me in my car or something. And I sat in the car for like hours and we were really, this was sort of in the middle of, I guess this was in the summer, but we were, this was kind of in the middle of all this. And we were just, we had this really intense conversation. We were just kind of catching up, but it ended up going into this. We were talking about this kind of thing. I don't even remember exactly what we were talking about, but it ended up being this sort of vulnerable. We we talked about embodiment, I think. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this has happened twice now that we've had like, we both vaguely remember the feeling of a conversation, but we don't remember exactly what it was. What was it? Do you? You were kind of saying, I don't know what's ahead, but I'm here right now. And I was kind of like, all right, well, I'm along for the ride with you. And then my version of that, wherever that was for me, where I was sort of thinking about the things that were holding me back then and and how and where I was hoping to go. And just, I don't know, it just felt like a really, even though we both don't remember what we talked about, <laughs> like you remember being there, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. As like, I just left that feeling. It was like a really supportive, meaningful. Yeah. Like a, a safe space. It was connection. Right, yeah. In a way that felt important. Very um, human of us. Yeah, okay. There, There's something else I wanted to bring up from, from your videos today. Not wanting to kick the can down the road. I don't even remember if you were remember this. Yeah, I do remember that. Okay, one. good. Yeah. And you were talking about handling the little things so you Ooh. can get ready for the bigger things. Yeah, can you talk about that a bit? You have to be ready to be ready to be ready. Mm-hmm. How how did you do that? And Well, I guess this ties into your action or question that you were talking about. Yeah. It's recognizing your your patterns and where you have hang-ups in certain things. Like 
and then actively trying to deactivate that pushing against part. For me, you know, like there's some stuff that I don't really like doing or I think is a waste of time, but I know that it it will be better for me in the end. Drinking water, sleep, all these like easy things, but... But like actually are not easy for myself. Like I have to really force. Right. So it's just setting yourself up for success. So so you're giving yourself a little bit of a buffer is how I think about it. Yeah. You are thinking about your future self in a way. You're sort of setting yourself up. You're not putting so much on your to-do list that you're overwhelmed. You're doing just enough where you know that you can accomplish it and feel good about yourself and get rest and make sure you're drinking and eating and doing all this stuff. Right. So that's managing your energy. Yeah. And this is – that is caring about yourself. Yes. That is – not letting the emails pile up, not letting like, exactly. putting the clothes away the night before. Even like last night, I didn't want to like unpack my bag, but I knew I was like, if I do it tonight, it's going to make tomorrow so much better. Yeah. If I just do there, Stacey London, when she did the podcast, she said this line, I'm, I'll try to look it up, but it was something like, do something now that, that you're future self i mean it's it, that's a, like a silly pinterest quote of like do something now that your future self will thank you for but the way she said it i'm going to find it actually because it was it was really useful but it speaks to this of so taking care of the little things like i really feel that right now as yeah. like what i need to be doing getting caught up and there's a, no caught up like there will always be more coming in doing enough to allow there to be space created for whatever's next. Yeah. And write it down because a lot of times I use my head as a filing cabinet. Yeah. (laughs) And so writing stuff down gets it out and then I can look at it from a different perspective and then do tasks that way. Or like if I get a work email, I'd be like, okay, let me deal with this now as opposed to letting it build up. Yeah. It's just dealing with things as they come as opposed to, yeah, kicking the can down the road. Because when you're looking at the mountain, it's like there's no way. So you, you have to look at your feet and just do the littlest thing. And th- this is what we're talking about with Abraham Hicks. It's finding your joy in that moment. Every little moment, you get to make a decision. Hi. Okay, so I'm quickly interrupting this episode to usually tell you about a sponsor, but we actually don't have one this week. So I'm going to take this portion to briefly tell you that there are two spots left in my creative clinic. What's the creative clinic? That's that's a great question. Listen, the creative process is messy. And when we're down, I believe that other people can help pick us up, someone that you feel comfortable with and that you relate to. So I am a sounding board to help people process experiences with, to talk out ideas with. And I blend all the areas of my personal and professional experiences and I believe that everything is everything and so what I do is I help people to make what they want to make and become better at being themselves and talk out things that might be holding them back and see patterns I help support people in maintaining or beginning a generative creative practice if you want to try it or to see if it's a fit for you let me know the information and, and how to do that will be in the show notes and listen if you're looking for hacks this is not for you this clinic is is not it my approach is gentle i don't believe in hacks but let's talk about your idea let's talk on the phone give me a call we'll figure it out space is limited but i have two spots left and i'm happy to make a wait list so if you have any questions about this and what it is and back to the episode of maddie Right. And I think it's really, it's really challenging to be present when you have all those things building up. When I'm in that space where I'm distracted and I'm just running from thing to thing and hang to hang, like all that stuff builds up. And then I'm not really present with anyone because I feel like I'm not working and I'm always working and I'm half and I never get the hit of dopamine of completion just to feel fulfilled, you know? And that it's hard to get momentum from there. So now I'm really trying to scale back, do less and and get to completion about a few things. For instance, today it was like, this is kind of the only thing I did today. I talked to my other friend 
on the phone. And then I just sort of got ready to talk to you all day. And I have a million other things on my to-do list and a million like emails. And and I in my brain, I thought I could do all of that today and get ready for this and do this with you. But also it's fine. I can kick that down. the. I can kick that can down the road until tomorrow. Yeah. It's not a huge deal. But if I do that tomorrow, that's not okay. I need to have to, I need tomorrow to do the things that what I'm trying to say is even that I can get too dogmatic about where it's like, well, I didn't, now I feel off because I didn't do my things today. It's like, well, right. okay, well, just do them tomorrow. Don't, don't say that every day. And I, and I have a tendency, I think I kind of overcorrected that where I used to be so dogmatic about productivity and, and, and getting things done that what, honestly, when I moved here, it was also a really interesting time, but I, did so much less and I was so much looser about everything. Mm -hmm. And I maybe overcorrected to how I was living in New York where I prioritized my work over people completely there. And here I prioritize people over my work completely. (laughs) And I I heard this thing on this podcast I listened to recently about like overcorrecting is like, a pendulum swinging it's more like a wrecking ball <laughs> like, oh my god yeah and i think i wrecking balled it a little bit and now i need to like come back to center and be like okay yeah it's great that you prioritize people because that is definitely the most important thing but also you're going to be not as fun to be around to those people if you don't handle your own right. logistical things and creativity and spiritually and you know and my mom used to always say this to me when I was a kid, concern yourself with you because I was constantly trying in my head, what do they think of me and how can I do oh, that? Yeah. And it, all I can control is. Exactly. Yeah. And and we were talking about this earlier, as above, so below, as right. within, so without. So once you do that internal work, it will start to manifest in your outer world. Right. And that sort of mirroring is really, really interesting to me. Oh my God, my stomach roller coastered because I think that is just becoming so clear to me mm-hmm. where I'm noticing that the things that I'm manifesting, I'll just use that word, yeah. or like what's popping up or showing up. Yes. It, it's where my head is at, you know, which is, which is cool. Because in some ways, like so much great stuff manifests, but then there are some like, oh, that's a little bit off, but it's because I'm a little bit off. Yeah. You've put that there. Right. It's so interesting. Which is is cool. It is awesome. And also like, oh, I got it. But that's where the action comes in. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's the roller coaster feeling because the action is- I don't even know if I can't put words to it. And it's just the smallest little thing you can change. And then it, like you said, it snowballs. Right, right. It's just your intention. Right. I have an example right now that I'm not even going to share on this podcast. Like I'll tell you, but (laughs) I know something. I'm, I'm, it's shadow work, I guess. Yeah. Like I know there's a shadowy thing that I probably need to work on. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't, it doesn't feel super connected to things that I'm calling in, but I'm like, oh, it probably is like it probably, like, well, I'll, I'll give it like a vague example. Basically someone of, of new friend in my life, like shared with me, a, was really, really vulnerable with me. And I realized that I, I diverted and I, there's, I let him perceive me in a way that as someone I wanted to be, but am not exactly fully because it's just one part of me. And when he tried to ask me questions, I made jokes and diverted and like, didn't really want to go there, which partly is fine. Like it can happen later, but I did that as a way to do what I always do, which is, this is the part that's mirroring. It's like, I kind of keep people at a distance and I kind of wanting people to only see certain parts of me. And this is actually like, I I wrote this down as another, I I didn't mean this to connect so well, but great. (laughs) I I wrote this down as something I I heard you say earlier today in one of the videos about not necessarily perception, but about you were talking about how we compare ourselves online and what we share online and what we don't. And in general, in terms of cleaning your house when people come over or letting people see (laughs) the unedited version of yourself, essentially. Mm -hmm. And 
you said something so great that hit me really hard. And I didn't even like make this connection related to what I was just saying until right now, but people are afraid of being vulnerable is what you were about to say in this video. Mm -hmm. And then you cut yourself off and you correct yourself in editing to say people are afraid to be ordinary. Yeah, totally. And I think that's what I was doing with this dude where I was like only wanting to see a certain part. Anyway, can you, can you define what you, what, why, why did you correct yourself from people are afraid of being vulnerable? Why did you come in there and editing and, and, correct yourself to say people are afraid to be ordinary. Well, I can't remember exactly what I was talking about in that video or the context of it. I do remember saying that. You were talking about it in the context of social media. Right, yeah. Because I think for a long time I was trying to pinpoint that feeling. That feeling of who am I to everybody else, you know? And trying to be special in some way. And I think with social media, we are all playing that part. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think everyone sees everyone and thinks that that's their reality truly. And, um, it's not right. And, and that's what I'm saying. We're all just people with, feelings with jobs who have relationships and troubles and we're more of the same than we are different and so that's part of the illusion and that illusion of separateness which i think is part of the problem do you want to say more about that well we've become so individualized and which is a good thing mm -hmm. but we're not thinking about the the one, like we are one collective consciousness, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it gets more complicated because we'll talk about that in a separate episode. Yeah. But I think like one version of what you're saying, that's like a smaller version is we're meant to live in communities. The fact that we all live alone in our apartments is, is okay. Or with our partners, but like we need people and we need to connect and we need yeah, to we do. have these interactions to survive. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, I, obviously like connection and there's a loneliness epidemic and COVID, you know, really taught us that how important that is. But what I think I was realizing with what I was trying to say there about, about intimacy or about being ordinary is like my trying to be cool or mm -hmm. my trying to hold up an image or be perceived in a certain way. Yeah. That's going to put a big stopper between you and me. That's going to create separateness because by me trying to get you, Maddie, to like perceive me as someone you like, someone you want to be friends with, that's going to be off-putting probably. Or maybe you will fall in love with that version of myself, but I won't be able to keep that up. Right. And that will make me feel disconnected from you. Mm -hmm. So I think in that situation, I was, it felt incongruent because, like, he said to me something like, Well, you're just always happy all the time and Highland Park's darling. And I was like, I mean, that's not, there's actually like a lot more here too. And if I don't show that, that's, not that I have to like be like, let me tell you all my problems, <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know, yeah. that comes out over time. But like, there's just always more to the story. And I realized my part in that was like, I didn't want to be ordinary. I didn't want, I wanted to like, we're all trying to keep up an image and we on the internet on, we're trying to toe that line of where is that happy medium? It's not that you wanted to like pop on Instagram live during your backwards day <laughs> to yeah. be like real, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard someone say this, share with your scars, not your wounds. Mm -hmm. But I can have something to say that might be useful once I'm not necessarily on the other side of it, but I've processed it myself a little bit. Yeah, of course. And that that's an important distinction. And well, the good news is it's like shedding all these layers and there are so many of them. We have all of these identities and you don't have to get rid of them all at once. That might be yeah. a bit much. That's comforting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's layers. That That's it. That's, that's it. That's really well said because I think that's what's held me back from this stuff a lot before because I think I have, I have a pretty 
deep intellectual understanding of it. Mm -hmm. But like I said, the embodiment is lagging a bit. And I think it's because I can, because I have such a broad understanding of all the things I need to do. And I've gone to the Ram Dust retreats and I've gone to do the, the, all the stuff that I'm like, oh, that's the point. I have so much I have to do. Like why even try? But that's it. What you just said. It's like, just do one thing at a time. Yeah. And it's cumulative. Exactly. And don't let not being able to do all of it hold you back from doing, trying some of it. Absolutely. That's great, Katie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about how all of this that you've learned this year has affected two other areas of your life. One of them being beauty and self-image and how you see yourself and how you see other people. Yeah. I'll, I'll, let's do that one first. I feel like it's kind of related to even this social media and perception and being being perceived and vulnerability. And so, yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, I've done a lot of mirror work. You know, Louise Hay. Yeah. She also loves Abraham Hicks. Again, this is the journey of self-love. So it's being gentle with myself, being kind to myself. I think the voice inside my head before was just really cruel and expected a lot out of me. And now that I've quieted that voice, I can relax a little bit and just be like, yeah, I am freaking cute. And I'm playing around... In the beginning, I was playing around with my style and the way I looked and stuff. And now I'm just settling back into myself and I'm like, yeah, it's all happening in layers and I'm super excited to further embody this new version of myself, however that ends up. But yeah. Yeah. That's, no, that sounds great. Yeah. The one other area of life I wanted to see how this impacted things for you is around manifestation or around or money or lack and abundance like can you talk about how this has impacted that way of thinking for you yeah well i was in fight or flight for a really long time because of the money situation you know during the pandemic uh all of my savings had gone to rent <laughs> which was really scary and and i know we all had our own like thing that we had yeah. to deal with during that time and then your self-worth starts dwindling because you're like, oh my God, but yeah. my bank account, but my work, my job. And again, it's all of these identities and attachments that we have and ideas of, about ourselves. And then once you start unpacking all this stuff, you realize you're not your bank account. You're not, the, you're, I mean, you're not your body. Re I mean, we are borrowing these, sure. But yeah, so it's like untangling all of that stuff. And the money thing has been interesting because it's just energy. Everything's energy and money is a fun energy. And so I have post-it notes all over my apartment and my mirrors and stuff with affirmations. I've listened to stuff while I fall asleep to try and seep it into my subconscious. Mm. Like I was doing this early on. It actually helps. But I'm trying to rewire my brain you know, about how I think about certain things and money is one of them. Mm. You know, I used to be like afraid of money and afraid to look at my bank account and being in fight or flight. Like, yeah, you're like scared. Right. And then you just, it's that tension and that's the part that you need to let go of and it's scary, but nothing can flow to you if you're restricting yourself off. So me sort of unraveling all this stuff and Sure enough, I'm seeing stuff pop in. I'm like, oh my God, okay, I can relax a little more. I can start to breathe again, come up for air a little bit. So yeah, I think it's just about letting go, Yeah, truly. I really love that. Yeah. This is sort of a pivot, but I want to talk about movies a little bit. You studied films, you've directed films, you are a fan of films, you watch films, and you really inspire me with your taste and your consumption of, of cinema. And you talked about how this year you, I think you challenged yourself to watch, what, two new films a week? I didn't keep up with it. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you did, you know, you did watch a lot I've, of things. Yeah, I love watching films. And and I, I said this to Captain the other day, I was like, I'm considering a New Year's resolution of watching one new film a week. Yeah. A week? 
Well, what was yours? Yours was going to be two a week? A month. Okay, maybe a month. Because <laughs> I've literally watched probably like, well, I don't know. I There's this place that opened up in our neighborhood that I have been like, I call it my family education because I've just been, go- he invites me and I'll go to like whatever there. And so I really love going and I love going to the movie theater. So like that's been really great. But I have trouble, you know, this like watching things here. Like mm-hmm. I just don't like, I like watching things with people, I guess. Anyway, that's a personal problem I'll work on. (laughs) But my point is like you are you're very good at watching things on your own and you and finding things. And like, I really feel like you came into your own in a cinematic way this this year. Can you talk about some of the things that you watched or just like what you learned about your taste this year? How how if at all any of this affected the way that you view your consumption as a as a film watcher well i did watch a really wonderful movie recently it's called the tales of hoffman it's a ballet and opera and it's so beautiful um it had been on my watch list for a really long time and as i was watching it i was just getting all of this inspiration and i started jotting down stuff on a notepad i was getting inspiration for maddie cakes and like video ideas and um so if you want to watch something that's really beautifully done tales of hoffman is okay. a great one that i just recently watched and i also took What's myself it about? um it's about it's three different stories about this guy and three different lovers cool yeah All and right. it's it's beautiful it's like everything about it is just gorgeous great it's um, kind of crazy can't wait to watch it yeah and they also made another one uh, called The Red Shoes that I want to watch. And it's kind of like the same deal. Ballet, opera, um, beautiful set design, costumes, the whole thing. It's like really cool. I'm excited. Yeah. You were going to say something else? Oh, well, the, uh, the other thing I watched recently, I took myself on a date. I went to City Walk and I watched the Beyonce movie. Oh, Dr. Patty loved it and told me she was like, Matt, because I said I wanted to go see it. And she was like, Maddie wants to go see it, too. She messaged me. You should go with Maddie. Dang. Oh, well, <laughs> well I, I do want to see it. I'm going to do the same thing. I'll take. Oh, OK. Well, then never mind. I was going to say I'll take myself on a date, but I'll take myself on a date with you. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, I, I just love seeing a woman in power mm-hmm. in in her power. And it was just really inspiring. Did I tell you what I did? With the Taylor Swift movie? No. Oh, my God. I'm just going to tell you this real quick here and every, for everyone to hear. So it was like 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday. And I was curious. And I decided to go by myself, walked to the the cinema in my neighborhood where we saw Barbie, walk in there. Maybe it's 1030. I am the only person, not only in the theater, in the entirety of the theater, like not just my <laughs> cinema, like in the, in the theater to the point where the dude was like, can you just lock that when you leave? Are you serious? I I, face, I tried to FaceTime Eli and Dr. Patty. They didn't answer, but I made a video. I made it. I told Christine this. I made a TikTok. I don't have a TikTok, but I like made a TikTok of it because it was just so I was like, this is so funny. That is funny. Oh, man, that's kind of cool. Can I show you after this? Yeah. Was it freaky or would, did you feel safe? At first, I felt scared, but then I was just like, I don't know. I think it's fine. You're like, I guess. That's awesome. So memorable. But anyway, it's just silly. But it uh, it did inspire. Like, it was like, fuck. At first, I was like, should I just go? Like, I'm not even into this. I was like, no, I'm fucking into this. <laughs> this Hell is like yeah, so great. I was I standing know. like it really like got me. Oh man. So anyway, yeah, I'm That's excited. awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. We'll have fun when we go. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else movie-wise that you wanna recommend or share? those are the two that I can I, I've also been watching a lot of shitty movies too, just for fun. Like what? Like Hallmark movies. Oh. Like really Hell shitty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What what would you say to like someone like me who just like wants to, I mean, I feel like I ask you this all the time. Like I want to w- be watching more things and I'm just not on my own. <laughs> Any tips? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean like the alone part or what movies to watch? Where to even start? I think I just need to choose. I have, I have lists. I have recs. I have things I want to watch. I just, it's rare for me to sit down and do it for some reason. Well, you know what? Sometimes it's better to just click on something and just see what happens. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll like 
watch the trailer beforehand and then I'll talk myself out of it or I'll read the description. But sometimes I just go solely based off of the cover. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then you end up enjoying it yeah, or not, but you've gotten out of your box and you've like explored something. Like those like black and white movies they have on Criterion right now, there's a bunch of them. I feel like dabbling into that would be really fun. You know, I just realized, like, I think a big part of it is, like, I don't have movie or Criterion or, like, any of the things, and I don't have a TV, and, like, I I have, Zoe gave me her laptop, so now I have this, like, bigger laptop, but, you know, my old laptop was, like, we would always joke, it's, like, oh, you work on the size of an iPad, and, like, it was so small, it was an 11-inch MacBook, and so it's just, like, whenever I would house it, I would watch movies, like, I would watch all the movies I've watched have been when I was house-sitting. Hmm. Maybe you've, like, relaxed allowed yourself to relax enough to be able to do that. But here, I mean, you work and live in this space. Right. So maybe you feel like you need to be doing something. Totally. You need to be productive or something. Yeah. And I think I just don't have like a setup for it. I think I need to just like get a projector or like maybe a TV or like, I don't know. I'm like looking around my space, but. Projector would be awesome. I know. I always wanted to put one there. Um, but there is something so magical about the theater too. I love, I mean, and I have done that a lot and I yeah. love doing that. And I, I'm glad that I'm like doing it more. Yeah. So, you should get a projector. Yeah. I need to, look, I've been trying to look into that. That's a, well, that'll be a private conversation <laughs> yeah. for us. That's what I'm wanting. Anyone, anyone have an extra? <laughs> um, okay. I want to look and see like if we got anything in Instagram, but I just have a couple of funny ones. Do you, what's your favorite part of your life right now? Everything. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I'm so excited about this year and next year. Um, do you have a time you laughed really hard recently that you could share? Really oh, I like? could talk about the tea thing. What tea thing? Like, oh, I- yes. <laughs> Please tell that story. Okay. Okay. That was really funny. Yes. Yesterday or the other day, maybe it was two days ago. Wait, once today? Tuesday. Okay. So two days ago, I went into this wine shop to get a, a bottle. Okay. So I dabble in drinking maybe a little bit. Okay. Like I'll have a glass, but mostly I just get headaches. So I, I've cut it out for the most part. So I, I go to this wine shop to get a bottle of wine for my friend and I, cause we were going to watch a shitty Hallmark movie. And I go into the store and this guy who works there is so bubbly and sweet. And he's just like really chatty. And uh, there's this really cute coffee shop. And special coffee shop that closed right across the street, unfortunately, called Cafe Tropical. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm so bummed about Cafe Tropical closing. And he's like, I know, I know, but but you're, we're still here. And, you know, um, I've got some tea. And I was like, oh, my God, really? I, I got really excited because, well, <laughs> and I, yeah, he's like. Yeah, um, I do have tea, but but we'll catch up later. And I was like, okay. But I I literally, as I left the place, I was it didn't click until after, after for a while. But he was talking about tea as in like gossip, and I I literally thought he had tea, and I was like, oh my god, really? It's like that's so fun. What what is it? And he's like, yeah, I've got some, but I'll I'll, I'll tell you later. So silly. Oh my god, that really made me laugh. She told me this earlier today in the context of like, I was saying, oh, yeah, I've got some tea. And then she was like, that, oh, that kind of tea, like actual tea, just just tea. Yeah. Even you were like, what kind of tea? And I was like, yeah, exactly, Katie. It wasn't real tea. (sighs) Oh, man, that really made me laugh. Um, All right. So I put on Instagram that Maddie was coming back over. And. We got some questions, <laughs> but to be honest with you, a lot of them are from our friends who, they were, who just said Aww, nice things. That's cute. But we did get a couple real ones. Um, Stella says, why is she so cute? Aww. I love Stella. Stella's really cute too. Coleman says, why are you both so beautiful? <laughs> oh my God. Um, how did, someone else says, how did you guys get so cool? Um Oh, the okay. We do have a couple kind of good ones, um, or very good ones. Thank you so much for submitting them. Someone, somebody says, "Can I wish I could have all of her clothes?" Oh my god, cute! Thank you. Um, someone else says, "What is your favorite way to decompress lately?" I don't know. 
Uh, well, I take baths like multiple times a week. Love that. Yeah. I love baths. I'm a bath girl. Same. Oh, what in- your friendship really inspires me. What inspires each of you most about the other? Well, I love Katie because she's so silly. <laughs> I don't know if you would say this about yourself. I mean, too. I'm grateful. <laughs> I, I hope to be. Katie is like so giving and loving and she always shows up even if she's late. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And I just love all of your quirks and I just, I get a kick out of you. I really think you're just so cute and adorable. That's so nice. Yeah, it's true. I'm really grateful that you appreciate my humor. Yeah. Because I think um, it's really important to me and I think we both appreciate humor generally and our friends are really funny we think our friends are funny and i don't know we can connect on like the spiritual stuff but we can also just like have a laugh (laughs) i feel like you and i and our friend group i just feel like a bunch of big kids totally and you've always said that you always like pointed that out to me about christine who's like a reason that we are friends yeah and i think she really has that and that's something we both really love about her yes and you really have that and that was not my answer of like what inspires me about you like i think oh my god so many things inspire me about you i want to like really like think this through i mean i've said a, a lot of them today of like you your self awareness and your your discernment like you have this level of discernment that i've always really admired like way before this year and how you take care of yourself and how you go through your days really inspires me of like the cooking thing and how you've set up your home and how you it's like a level of kind of what we were talking about the end there like the organization bit Mm -hmm. and the intentionality about how you live your life like that's always inspired me about you even before we were as close of friends as we are And I think that's probably like a reflection of where I want to grow. Like you expand me there. That's so nice. Yeah. I mean, I can go on. I can be here all night. No, I love (laughs) it. Yeah, that's really Um, sweet. Thank you. There's so much more. I think you have this. This is kind of a separate thing, but like hopefully it's okay if I share this. You have this. I was kind of mentioning it when I said discernment, but you have this very, very like uncanny you read people really well yeah in a way that like you know that about you everyone who's friends with you knows that about you and i actually said this to my friend lauren to our friend lauren yesterday like i brought you up because i was saying that like i don't and i think i'm pretty perceptive like i think i actually read people quite well but not like you (laughs) like you do you do it very quickly it's quick yeah like i've been not burned but like i've been like surprised later i remember we were at we were at voodoo like years a couple years last year or something and i don't even remember what it was but it's like someone came in you're like that was off and weird and i was like i didn't even notice (laughs) (laughs) do you remember that yeah i do and it's like that's a silly example but like you that's a skill that like i really i don't know i don't even think that's like that's not neither here nor there of like something i would i would want to develop myself i don't think (laughs) it's like possible but it's cool well, yeah, you recognize it in me, which means that you also have that. Yeah. <laughs> to an extent, though. But I think your swiftness, I think I process slower, that sort of thing. Like, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. I'll see it in retrospect and be like, oh, I guess I did. Like, but you have a swiftness of. But maybe that's also is part of what you were saying. Like, in the past, that's been challenging for you because you decide too quickly, maybe, where you've had to. No. No. I- I've always been like, I've always been like that. That's what I thought. That's what yeah. I can tell. I, it may, I, it's not long as I've known you, which is not that long, but comparatively. Yeah. But yeah, that's not, that's something that I just feel like it's, it's it, something that was really innate to you. It's like intu- intuition. Or, yeah. Yeah. Intuitive. I don't know. Yeah. Your connection to your intuition and reading people. Yeah. All right. Let's just see if there's anything else on here. Okay. Well, we can do this one. Do you have any specific part of your daily routine that feels especially life-giving? Yeah, probably when I meditate. It's like, it's my me time and it's really important for me to have that because if I'm just out and about in the world and 
I, I just, I tend to get overstimulated by tasks or things I need to do. And so having that time to slay, to slay, to slay, having that time to slow down and have that time for myself to be in my own energy before I start doing anything is really big. And also my like nighttime routine is pretty. Can you talk like, about that? Yeah. Well, I start getting ready for bed around 9.30 or 10. And I might like fall asleep listening to something or, and I definitely leave my phone outside of the room. Um, I don't have my phone near me at like a certain time. I'll turn it off or leave it in the kitchen. Um, but yeah, it's just like my time to like wind down and get all cozy. I'm just a cozy Taurus. Me too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that what you said about like getting overwhelmed easily, that's something that I also admire about you. I mean, I know we both like have that tendency, but like when the way that you handle that with what you just said, I mean, and I, I have my, my own ways for instance. Yeah. Like when, how grounding those, maybe it's our Taurusness that we share this, yeah. but like that groundedness of like, I, I know what I need. Like, I know I need to meditate and do the stretches and do the long walk and could do like, and I just feel a little bit off if I don't. Mm -hmm. But my question for you is like, I kind of was alluding to this earlier when you are out of your routine or when you like, you're about to go away on Saturday, mm -hmm. like something I, I sometimes don't want to do things that get me out of my routine because I know how I handle that. What do you do when you can't get that time or you can't like, how do you mentally just let it go? Like, do you, I've, that's historically been challenging and it still is for me. Yeah. I think I just let it go. I'm like, well, this is what I'm experiencing now. So, and I know myself so well that if I do need some time alone, I'll make time for that, whether it's like 10 minutes or something mm -hmm. where I can just be by myself. Cause, um, I, I definitely have that introvert tendency. Yeah. I need time to recharge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's just like accepting what is and not that pushing against thing. Yeah. And then you know that like you're going to, pick it back up again. I think exactly. sometimes for me, I'll like worry that if I don't, if I miss it today, that means it's over forever. Like that's black funny. and white thinking, yeah. which I, I don't, I have a big enough sample size to know that's not true. Totally. Yeah. But I just, I, ju I guess I just haven't been out of my routine in a long enough time in a pretty long time. And then yesterday I was. So instead of just letting it go, I did double today, which is like so <laughs> right. weird, but fine. This was really great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Is there anything that you wish that I would have asked you that I didn't or anything else you wanted to talk about? No, I think that's, I think we <laughs> went over a lot of stuff, a lot of big stuff. Over two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything that, and you'll be back. Of course. Anything that you want to leave people with? Well, I... I wish you all a really... Is this coming out before the New Year? It'll be right after. Oh, right. Because we're at the very end. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope everyone has a really wonderful New Year. And there's so much stuff to look forward to. And just remember to be easy and gentle with yourselves. And yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. All right. You know what's last. We let it out. Ready? Inhale. Let it out. Ah. <sighs> Love you. Thank oh, you for I love doing you this. Too. Thanks for having me. If we do this every three years, which hopefully we'll probably do it sooner, <laughs> yeah. just think every year we'll just be closer and closer friends. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how great. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. That is our show this week. I really appreciate you being here and Maddie for coming. Maddie's incredible. Obviously, watch her YouTube videos and subscribe to her Substack. I meant to say that at the top of the show and I forgot, but her Substack's incredible and I read it and love it and I love everything she does. And of course, check out Maddie Cakes. I'm staring at my Maddie Cakes ceramic that I have and love and 
everything she makes is is really beautiful and the way she lives her life and i'm just truly so grateful for her being my friend and I don't, i'm gonna get emotional honestly if i keep talking about it so thanks again so much for listening if you like this episode please share it with a friend and if you want to keep up with me i also have a Substack. it's let it out list so the link for that is around and this podcast has an instagram it's let it out with three t's it's also me i'm very behind it posting new episodes but i believe that i'm gonna i believe in myself that i'm gonna catch up i really will i think probably we'll see anyway like i said at the top i'm going to play us out with a few clips from the first time maddie was here because it was pretty wild to go back and listen so this first one is us lamenting about not being able to do things that we took for granted pre-covid like going to the bathroom in a restaurant bathroom (laughs) and it was so eerie to to listen back to that because i have now i don't know about you but i've gone back to taking those things for granted so listening back to this 2020 conversation really made me just remember how wild all that was and anyway so that's the first one you'll hear and then you'll hear us talk about la which is very sweet because I was so new here. And then we talk about my friend, Christine, who is really, again, the the reason why you're you're even listening to this right now. She's how I know Maddie. She's why I live in Los Angeles. She's, she's so special. And I just, again, I'll get emotional if I keep talking about how much I love Christine, but I really, really do. And I am so lucky to know her and that she was so generous in introducing me to her friends. And I just, yeah, I'm I'm so grateful for her and you listening. And what else am I going to play? Oh, we, we talk about spirituality and, and where Maddie was with that. And I thought it was interesting to to play that bit as well. So here are some clips from last time. And I hope you come back next week. This podcast is edited by the incredible Brianna Bain. When I would go to a coffee shop, because I too, like I love like, you know, working in newsrooms when I was young, like... I love having things around me going on and then I can focus in my own little world. And right. when you go to a coffee shop, you kind of lock yourself in, or at least I would be like, I am not allowed to leave until I at least get something done. Cause yes. I brought my computer, you yeah. know, but it's also enjoyable. Totally. You go, you bring the thing and it's like, I, you know, I'm going to have to get out of here soon. Cause I'm going to need to eat or I need to like go see a person right. or whatever. Yeah. And so you force yourself. There's like this, it's a, it's like going to the gym. You know, you like get something done and then you leave and there's like a hit of dopamine from that. Yeah, totally. And I miss that more than anything else. I miss it too. Except maybe bars. Oh God, yeah, I miss bars. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) And movie theaters. There's a lot of I know. I know. Tell me about it. (laughs) Travel. I just want to take myself out to dinner. I know. Dude, I'm I'm eating at the bar and like being dressed up and like talking to the bartender and like having a good meal. Like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. (sighs) Just like human interaction. Oh, man. I just want to be in a room full of random people. I know. I know. Strangers. Oh, Remember God. them? Yeah. Beach. Yeah. 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 And hiking? Yeah. It's pretty great. I'm still like in awe that I get to live here and it's nice out every day and I can, you know, it's the hike weather and, and the yeah. palm trees. It's like pretty. Just something life. about it that's just, you know. Yeah. When people ask where I'm from, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not really from anywhere. Yeah. But LA feels more like home to me than any other place. Have you been here longer than you've been anywhere else? Yeah. Or just about as long. Wow. Yeah, five years. Wow. Yeah. Women like that, I think, are really cool. Uh, but also, like, women in my life, like Christine, like, she's such a big kid. And totally. she's, like, talented in so many different ways. And so, and, she doesn't care. She's like doing whatever, you know. It's just so, like, yeah, there's She's so many. Herself. Yes. There are a lot of like women like that who I think are just so fun and like carefree that I really look up to. Yeah. And you're one of them. Thanks. <laughs> what about spirituality, God? What happens when we die? Do you have any thoughts on that? What do you think happens? I think that we reincarnate Mm -hmm. and I I only think we reincarnate into something else if we don't figure it all out in this lifetime. So like, I don't know what Violet used to be. Like, I don't know why she's a dog, but in my mind, she's like a little human. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think once you like figure out the, 
purpose, your purpose or the meaning of life or whatever, then you like stop reincarnating. Yeah. And you're like, you know, but I do believe in past lives. Do you think you've had many or do you think you're fresh? I think I've had many because I I feel like an old soul. And also like when you meet people, you're like, man, and you have this like connection that doesn't make any sense. It's like, I must've known this person in a past life. Like it just clicks for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like I totally believe in that. Yeah. I completely agree with that. And, and also it's the most interesting option. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but I really do believe it. (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I actually do too, but I also always think about that of like, of all of them, that one's most intriguing. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> true. Know? Yeah. 